Hello, hello, beautiful NFA Money Mamas. It's time for another episode of the Woman Entrepreneur Podcast. Today we have a biz breakdown session with a really awesome natural healing coach who works with tapping and essential oils. And we're going to hear a lot more. We met on Instagram and it was really fun because I saw essential oils in her bio on Instagram and I was like, oh my God, I've used essential oils for I think it's 25 years now. And something I didn't share with her is that I've used them with my kids and myself. And until, let's see, this last month, my two out of three of my kids had never had antibiotics. <laughs> and so, you know, it's like it's I've used essential oils in really beautiful ways. Tapping is something I play with. And so she's going to bring us a ton of her expert tips, talk about her business development. And as you know, these sessions are always about you highlighting your business and also getting some tips on how to scale because, hey, we all want to scale our business businesses more easily. So I'm so excited to have Christy Chadwick on the show today. She is the founder of Inward Motion. Thanks for coming on, Christy. Yeah, thanks for having me. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, first, I just want to know, how long have you been into essential oils? Yeah, I think I've been a dabbler of essential oils for at least seven years. Nice. Um, but I didn't start the business until about three years ago. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so three years. And so it's so fun, isn't it? I, it's such a powerful medicinal, natural medicine, let's say. It It is, absolutely. And uh, I think the point about antibiotics, right, is I tried not having antibiotics for a long time for 10 years. And I kept kind of trickling back to it. But as soon as I had these like tools of essential oils in my arsenal, I haven't had to have a had to have any antibiotics. And it's yeah, great. it's, great it's amazing that and what people do and don't know about those things. And I want to give the disclaimer to everyone here, we're not getting giving medical advice, we're just sharing our health tips. <laughs> and Absolutely. so yeah, we're gonna have a really yeah. fun conversation about that. Um, I, I like to start with this thinking about magic wand. Like I love this concept of being the creator of your reality in manifestation and how you choose to design your business. And so I always like to ask if I could give you a magic wand, then what would you create in 2023 in your business inward motion? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have several goals that I have coming up. You know, it's a new year here. So I'm looking at this whole year of um, all the things that I can do. And one thing that I really want to get going with inward motion is just more education pieces. So whether that's through my podcast or through the blog or through my private podcast, um, and just really creating this brand of going inward to bring in that inner knowing um, mm -hmm. I also have started a merchandise store for t-shirts and things, um, that talk about inward motion. So it's that like physical reminder of pausing and focusing on yourself. Um, so kind of like those as like products and those as services, and then also just, um, increasing my essential oil company, um, being able to grow this network marketing that I have going of my team and my business partners and kind of expanding that um, service awareness idea of how can we serve people through digestive, digestive support, um, sleep, um, balance, mood, 
I'm big on mental health. So how can we support people's mental health and emotions with these essential oils? Um, so those kinds of things are what I'm looking at for inward motion. Okay. Wonderful. I want, I want to dig here. What, tell, will you share why you care about these things? I, I always know there's a story behind why we decide to do what we do in the world. So why does this matter to you? Mm, I think um, a lot of it started when I was uh, in four car accidents in my early 20s. And I was kind of at a loss for what I could do for my body. And I didn't understand um, you know, I didn't want a lot of the medical stuff that was going on. I didn't want to like do cortisone shots and all of these things to, um, kind of get into my body. And so I learned a lot about this mind body connection that we have. And I learned about how the body stores emotional stories. And I learned about how we can really heal our bodies through natural supports, whether that's even just moving the body and exercising, uh, with diet and nutrition and the things that we put in our bodies and also with essential oils, right? Um, so what kind of plant medicine can we use to get back to the nature of our bodies? And so I'm very passionate about um, that yogic practices of mindfulness and um, looking at how the body can heal itself. So essential oils is just one of those tools that goes really well with that. Yeah. Wow. That's incredible. So when you, was it after those car ac accidents that you ran into somebody that knew about essential oils or did you seek it out? Um, I think actually it started with uh, energy healing and reflexology, essentially like right, right at first in the, you know, 15 years ago. And then I think essential oils came a little bit later, but it, it, it aligns with all of those practices of Reiki and reflexology and yoga for me, um, where it's just part of my daily routine and my everyday life. And it, it's just like this um, kind of tangible tool that I can use all the time. And yeah, it was introduced um, through friends primarily and people around me who were using them. And um, I learned about doTERRA specifically from a neighbor of mine and uh, learned about their uh, impact, so their sourcing and their uh, ability to sustainably get essential oils. So um, yeah. that's what really got me awesome. going with it. I love yeah. that. That's, that's so amazing. Yeah, I think for everyone listening, including you, Christy, it's like, when we dig into our why, it's how we stay connected to the joy of building our businesses, because, you know, there are a lot of different things to do when you build a business. And so it's always getting back to that why, 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 and remembering how important it is to make an impact, especially, and you didn't say this, but I know that people get stuck in this fear of sales. And when you go back to the caring part, you realize it's just sharing. It's, there's no such thing as selling, I, or I think of selling as caring, where you go, hey, I've had this health and healing transformation using essential oils. So it becomes very easy to share it with people because it's not like, Hey, I'm trying to get you to buy something from me. It's that, Hey, I care about your health and I have a solution. Is this the right potential solution for you? Let's check it out and see, you know, so there's that aspect of it. And then of course, in a network marketing model, there's also the aspect of like, Oh, I also have a home-based business that's proven, has proven products, long track record. And here now come and join me on this fun journey too. So it's, yeah. it's, it's a great model. I love mm -hmm. that. Um, okay. 
So when you were saying magic wand style, uh, that you would create more education pieces and really it sounds like strengthen your brand identity around having that inner knowing. I love that word. Um, you said something so powerful as well. You said the body stores emotional stories, the body stores emotional stories. So you're helping people unlock those emotional stories mm -hmm. and, and yes. transform emotional stories. I think of that a lot in money ways, right? The body stores mm -hmm. our emotional stories about money. Our body stores yeah. emotional stories about health and well-being. And so it's really important to play with that and, and bring it to the conscious awareness so that you can decide to reframe it and then reprogram to get different results. So that's, yeah. that's really awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Um, yeah. Will you share any stuck points you're experiencing, things that you feel like, oh, I wish I had this solution to grow my business more effectively? Hmm. Yeah, I, um, I am feeling stuck right now on, I think, incre like increasing my customer base, right? And growing... Um, the clients. So for a while, it felt like the the hiccup was the actual like closing piece, right? Like I can market, I can talk about it, I can get on social media. Um, and I can do the actual like, running of my company and, and I can do the um, work that the coaching, right, and the all those pieces that go with it. But there's like this middle point that is like the bridge to all of that, that I, I can't quite figure out and it's mm -hmm. a little bit the sales point and it's also like the um maybe it's the why or maybe it's the what is it for for them or what is the value here so it's like the the stuck point is I can see all of the things but it's now like how do I communicate the actual value that's coming from this okay um, Okay. Yeah. Will you share currently how you do it? Like what's the process that you walk through and where do you notice the stuck points? And this is awesome for everyone because I hear people having this all the time. And you know, it's where in my business, I do the same thing where I'll notice a bottleneck and you go, Oh, this is my stuck point. And then you got to start assessing like, okay, what's, is it in my mind? Is it something I'm like, I've had it before where it's a broken link on my website, <laughs> you know, like you've really got to just sit and reflect and, and, pick that apart a little bit. So where do you notice right now in your flow? Like walk us through your flow. And so we can see any stock points that can come to light. Yeah, I think the flow right now is basically one on one conversations. That's like the typical way I am drawn to highlight what I do and be able to share with people. If I do one on many, I feel like there's like a, a lost in translation type of thing or just okay. not the um, maybe I don't want to say pressure, but there's just not the drive to actually take the step to purchase or to enroll or to, you know, do what need do what they need to do to actually work with me. Um I, I think that, you know, my email marketing is pretty good. Like I still, I have a pretty good open rate, but there's just not the click rate. Um, there's, so there's like this hesitation and I, I do think of like the energy behind it. Is there, what is happening within me that is creating this 
um, hesitation? Is there like a, a lack of belief in what I'm doing or a lack of um, awareness about it all that is creating this hesitation around taking that step for my customers? Um, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And currently when you're attracting people to your business to do the email marketing first, what's, what do you do there to attract them your way? What's your lead gen mm -hmm. strategy? Is that, do you have anything that's working? It's okay if you don't, because lots of people don't. So do you have anything that feels like it's working well? Um, I have a couple things that I've tried. One is an audio meditation and another is uh, like a PDF, how to start tapping um, infographic okay. and okay. I've gotten a couple signups through those things. Um, I probably don't talk about them enough. Uh, that's probably one of the, the stopping points there. I can see that. Um, okay. Yeah. And okay. I'm not sure that it necessarily connects with everything that I'm doing. So I yeah. be like have a lead gen that actually highlights everything or actually answers the pain point that is coming up for my ideal person. That's, that's probably where I need to. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 You bring up great points. So, you know, always think about this. Uh, we have, first, we want to know exactly our, it, it's the scattered brand identity, right? Versus the very clear focused brand identity. So if, if whoever's listening, if you go back to episode three, I talk about the business scaling roadmap. So in zone one, there's a lot of scattered brand identity. And, you know, I think of this often as the imposter manic zone where we're super excited about our business, but we're, we're and when I say manic, we're, we're excited, but that imposter part is like, I'm not really sure how to implement the excitement. Excitement. Mm -hmm. And I have yet to see someone who doesn't go through this. <laughs> then we move into the over deliver and undercharge, which is zone two. And then we move into valuing ourselves more, which it's really challenging to get to until we have some sort of brand identity. And just like you're saying, I see this a lot with multi passionate entrepreneurs who are like, oh, I love this and this and this and this. And it's so exciting to get out there. And the issue with it is that it's hard for people to know what you're an expert at and what you're what you're really magnetizing towards. So when we think about money magnetism, it's really important to know that scattered energy leads to scattered results. It's almost like if you imagine, you know, you wake up in the morning and you're like, hey, universe, bring me a whole bunch of people for this. And then you're like putting stuff out there and the universe is like, cool, you told me what you want. I'll start bringing it to you. And then the next morning you're like, but wait, no, I would rather focus on this. <laughs> and then the universe starts bringing it to you. And then you change your mind every day. And then the universe is like, I'm not really clear what to bring you because you're not clear yet. And I'm saying you in a general, you, not just you, Christy, <laughs> everyone here listening resonates. And, you know, it's one of those things that I think is, I want to say, a, a growth edge for entrepreneurs because it's so exciting to build a business that you love and to do things you enjoy when we, if it's not going to turn from hobby to business, we've got to make some clear decisions about the direction we're going so that people can start to identify with us as a specific brand. So the people mm -hmm. that I see move the fastest and grow the fastest and attract the most easily is the, are the ones who are like, okay, here's what I do. And usually this is a discovery process that takes a little bit of time. And so, you know, does that resonate? Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm a total multi-passionate person where I've been an entrepreneurial mindset for a very long time, most of my life, but 
it it goes between different kinds of things and aspects and depends on the time in my life and yeah um I think it kind of stays in the same vein and it stays within like this Venn diagram. Mm -hmm. It's just how do I stick with, yeah, like this brand identity of who am I? What do I stand for? Why would you want to work with me? And what can I do for you? Kind of. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So let's play to help you get clearer. What would you say? And it sounds like you actually have a lot of uh, you have a very overarching zone of genius theme. Will you articulate what that is? Can you, do you know it so that we can get you clear and brand identity? Because I always like to attach zone of genius and then what you're skilled at doing with what the market will pay for. And that's your sweet spot for building a business. And so it's like, oh, okay. So across your life course, I mean, the multi-businesses that I know you've talked to me about are, I can see a real common themes. Will you share what those are for you? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm curious to hear what you have to say about the common theme. <laughs> okay, um, awesome. <laughs> but I think for, I guess I'll share of what I think it might be. And then you can tell me what, what you see. Uh, you know, I know that my zone of excellence is creating and I'm really good at creating. However, it's just not bringing me in. It's I'm not, I'm not a social media graphic designer, right? So my zone of genius is more this aspect of um, mental health and emotional well-being and um, one-on-one support. And I love doing um, like my podcast and offering resources in that way. So I'm really good at um, finding the tools that are maybe going to be helpful for certain people. And I'm really good at like sorting out this um, theme of what kind of pain points are happening and maybe what kind of solutions would be helpful for that. Um, as a marriage and family therapist, I, I definitely bring that aspect into everything that I do of um, looking at it from a relational standpoint of how do we relate ourselves with ourselves, our intrapersonal and then the interpersonal with others. So what's going on around us to bring in these influences that are not aligning or not resonating and what can we do what do we what would we rather have or want so those are the aspects that i kind of look at in my broad coaching um services okay yeah okay and then add the layer we do you want to talk a little bit about working with deaf children's families sure yeah so like the other layer is I have a master's in deaf education also. So my passion is in also providing supports and services for children who are deaf and their parents. But I, my main point is to help families. So help parents, hearing parents of children who are deaf or hard of hearing to uh, work through the grief and process through their emotions that come up with having a child who has a hearing loss. Um, and that kind of looks like doing group support. So bringing in a community of hearing parents who they, they can then talk to one another because they learn the best from other hearing parents. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, in my mind, like huge theme of, 
Uh, you said the word support. I can't even say how many times you said it, right? I so know. huge I know. support. I that word, but yes. Yeah. yeah. You said it's your what word? I need a different word. I feel like need support a is okay. a little overdone, but yeah. and it's so broad, right? So what does yeah. it mean? And it says a lot about what you care about, right? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you said helping with mental health emotional well-being, understanding pain points. And what in that overarching theme, you can address that with families, you know, so you've got the marriage and family therapist background, then you've also got the mass, you said masters in uh, death. Ed, okay. So mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, wow. And, you know, now you're in this healing world with natural healing. And so, you know, if you look at that umbrella theme, there's a lot of, a lot of support, care, transformation, holding space for people in a really powerful way. All of the things that you're talking about, it's, you're able to hold space for people, you know, and you, you said something that stood out to me because you, and, and I was going to ask you about it. You said you really enjoy working you really do well with one-on-one conversations, but that you, it gets lost in translation when you do one-to-many. We say why you're saying that. Is there, are, did you go think that you need to do one-to-many for some reason? I like the idea of branching out into one-to-many and I've done some classes uh, through my work with essential oils and doTERRA and Maybe it's because it's mostly online, but Mm -hmm. it just feels like it's a little less personal. And I like to be able to break it down a little bit more to each person. Okay. And that's really how the sale happens. Okay. Um, So when you say you'd like to branch out to one to many, but you don't like it, what makes you think you need to do it? Mm, probably the fact that I think I need to get multiple people at one time to increase the sales. So I think there's like a misalignment, right? Of like, I need, I need many people to think I can do, you know, 10 in one hour versus one in one hour. Yeah. 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 Everyone hear this. It's so important because it's, you can't get what you want doing what you don't want to do right? You can't get what you want doing what you don't want to do. I use this quote all the time. Uh, Abraham Hicks says, you, it, you, it's impossible to have a happy ending to an unhappy journey. I like to say the word miserable journey. So I always say, you can't get a happy ending to a miserable journey, right? And so in entrepreneurship, we often get a lot of advice of like, here's what you should do. Here's what you should do. And you know, I'm holding my hands up for everyone on YouTube, like just countless number of things that people tell you you should do to build your business. And in my mind, the very first most important thing is to be in alignment because then you're not pushing a rock or, you know, like a giant boulder up a mountain. Instead, you're throwing pebbles in the downstream river (laughs) Mm -hmm. and you're like, Mm -hmm. Oh, this is easy and fun. And so always play to your, and especially when you're starting a business, play to your strengths, play to your zone of genius, do what you enjoy the most because that's going to attract the easiest money and the easiest clients your way. And so, you know, my brain goes for you really quickly to like having, creating a package, like a program where you help individuals or even couples because you have that marriage and family therapist background, like helping couples optimize, you know, through inward motion. So it's like, mm-hmm. you know, creating a, a, and I don't know what you do already in your one-on-ones. Who are you most inclined and most inspired to attract? Uh, Primarily, I do individual work uh, within like this one on one tapping aspect. 
Okay. Um, in my therapy work, I do work with couples and okay. it, it tends to be people who are within like a life transition or going through um, kind of uh, an up level, right? Of like, this is where I've been working and the pattern isn't helping me anymore. I need to find a new pattern or need to interrupt that pattern. So then that the intervention then comes in of let's guide you through what's working, what's not working and how do we get to where you want to be within your career, life, emotional state, relationship, um, those kinds of things. And sometimes it's the relationship with themselves and sometimes it's relationship with others. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. And is there a reason that you want to branch out in so many directions? Is is that work unfulfilling or is it that you don't, you're not getting enough clients? Will you share a little bit there? Because to me, it sounds like that is something you do enjoy. So will Mm -hmm. you share the desire to do more or different things? Mm. I feel like because my master's in deaf education was my first degree and Mm -hmm. the teaching was not where I wanted to be. And because I have worked for seven years creating this sort of advocacy and awareness organization here in Hawaii to raise awareness for deaf education services, I feel like there's a part of me that still wants to continue that work within my degree as a marriage and family therapist. Um, and so I focus, and I also think that there's like a niche, right? You're supposed to find a niche. So I was like, well, my niche is definitely working with parents of deaf children. So then uh, kind of focusing in, in that arena, but that's not where I focus within my essential oil business. Yeah. Um, my essential oil business is separate as well as like the natural healing. Of course I bring like mindfulness practices into my work in therapy, but it's, it's different than where I would be as a coach or as a using my tapping and um, tools and mindfulness and healing practices. So this is like where the Venn diagram comes in. I think yeah. to me is that I have these pieces and then do they fit together or are they separate or do I need to say no to one or many of the things? And then yeah. who, what let, let's just ask a simple question for you. What what do you want? What do you want? Without anyone telling you what to do, what do you want? I want to. I love speaking engagements, so I also love to educate through presentations. Okay. Um. Uh, so that's like the one to many where I like to do the education piece without the selling point, right? Yeah. Um. I also really love doing the one-on-one individual and couples work. I I like the aspect that comes with um, the therapeutic work um, where we process through the emotions and really get deep into the pain points of where, where are they struggling? Where can they not see what are their blind points and what can we work on? Um, And I I do enjoy the idea of like working with hearing parents of deaf children because of my expertise in that area. And I think that I have a lot to offer there. I just feel a little bit of a hesitation, I think within this, like um, not feeling like I can fully be myself in that, in that scenario where I don't necessarily get to bring in my mindfulness and my essential oils as, as readily uh, as easily. Okay. Um, I feel like I have to be more professional in that capacity. Okay. 
And that doesn't feel as good to you. It doesn't feel as good. Okay. Yeah. So is it possible for you to just let that part go instead of shooting yourself to do it? <laughs> maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> okay. And, and, and I know yeah. when you start thinking, what scares you about letting it go? Because there's some hesitation. You said you even used the word hesitation, which is important to notice. What's the hesitation? What scares you about letting it go? Um, I think probably the main fact that I have a degree in that and is it a waste of my time to let it go when I have this degree and I I do see like a lot of potential in that arena and I think the the fear is like I'm letting go of all that I could do over there I'm letting go of yeah so FOMO yeah Yeah. okay so I want to remind everyone here and this is have you heard of sunk cost fallacy Mm-mm. Okay, so this is exactly what's going on. It happens, oh man, so frequently. Sunk cost fallacy is when you're afraid of letting something go because you've already put so much time, energy, and money into it. Okay, so what the fallacy is here is that what you're focusing on is the loss of something and the fear of missing out on something instead of noticing the benefits that it's got, that it's brought you to get you where you are now. Right. Mm -hmm. So let's say here a good example would be in my history, I spent seven years in grad school on track to be a professor. And in the last few years of grad school, I was like, oh, my God, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, I don't want to be a professor anymore. And so I decided to finish my degree because I knew having my doctorate and I loved the research I was doing. So I decided and, and I loved teaching. So I'm like, I'll finish. And I know I'm going a different track. And so here's a really useful tip for anyone who's going through this, including you, Christy. And I know a lot of people Mm -hmm. go through this because I hear it all the time. People lead miserable lives based on staying attached to things that are no longer aligned for them and not realizing that those got you where you are now. And so you're, you know, the reason I love spirals is because they are about evolutionary growth and evolutionary growth is never a straight line straight line, right? It's a curve. So what happens is like somewhere in the middle is your deaf education degree, right? And all the people you've gotten to work with. And what that's done is help you helped you to evolve to the next quantum leap of yourself. And that might not be exactly that same thing, but it still helps you expand into who you are now. So everyone mm-hmm. listening, what what's really powerful to do is write down every single benefit that you received from being in that education program. Okay, so, you know, and and I want you to be thinking like the people you got to work with, the skills you learned, the the personal inner transformation. I mean, and just keep going and going and going. And what you'll notice is that that event, that certificate, that degree. And, you know, I'm saying those words for everyone here for the different things that we do. Those experiences led you to being able to have the skills and tools to now step even more into your zone of genius. Right. Totally. So it's really Mm -hmm. powerful to remember. Um, I always like to tell people that loss is the gain of that which is more aligned. Mm -hmm. So instead of thinking of it the traditional way of like, oh, my God, I lost something. And now, oh, no, it's it's it's, I'm missing out and I'm scared to cut it off. And what if what if what if what if instead we get to go like, oh, the universe is helping me get more and more aligned. And so anytime we have hesitation in doing something, always remember, just like you were saying, it's probably out of alignment. It's a clue to being out of alignment. And so then we get to go, okay, is it because I'm afraid? Is it because it's not in my zone of genius and my being is actually helping me realize that? 
right? Like Mm -hmm. your being is telling you when we listen and take the time to listen, it's like, oh, this is feedback. I don't feel like doing this anymore. And it's okay that I spent all that time and money and energy on it because it actually is still part of me. It's still part of my journey. I just get to do something that's even more aligned now. Does that resonate? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. And uh, I can see all the ways I've tried to make it work, right? Like I've yeah. tried to align it or tried to like provide services in different ways to see if it fits a little bit better. Um, yes. And yeah, sometimes just like letting it go and not having to put all of that effort and energy into it feels better to me. I can see yeah. where I can say, oh, no need to create that sales page. No need to create that email. <laughs> need yeah. to do all yeah. of those things that come with having to get that service going. Yeah. Yes. It, you, you nailed it. When you let go of something that's not aligned, what will happen is a feeling of freedom and expansion. And you'll all of a sudden you feel it's like a weight got dropped. Right. And you're like, Oh, I don't have to do all that BS anymore. that I didn't really want to do at all. <laughs> and then what happens is it opens the door for a whole bunch of ideas in your zone of genius with the things that are more aligned. And then what happens is the universe goes, Oh, I'm clear. I know what you want because now you're not sending a confused signal of like, I want this thing, but I should do this thing. And so I'm not sure what to do. Right. Mm -hmm. And always remember that manifestation, the only reason we don't manifest instantaneously is resistance. And so if you're resisting within yourself, you're causing confusion, which means it's going to take longer to get there. And so anytime something's not happening easy in a flowing way, I always know for myself, I'm like, okay, what am I resisting here? Something is being, is in resistance. And so then it's our job to play and figure it out, you know, to play with our ideas and our thoughts and our feelings and figure it out. And so, you know, remember feelings are feedback. If you feel kind of dread about something or just like, eh, and procrastination, it's a symptom of a lack of alignment. And so, you know, you detected it for yourself, really. And it's, yeah. it's powerful to do. So let's play with, I want first, let's come up with a fun after mantra for you. I want, I want to think of a fun after mantra for you, like about letting go. Um, let's say I am willing, I am willing to let go. And, and let's think for you, I'm willing to let go of what's no longer aligned it's going to be a little bit of a long one. I'm willing to let go of what's I'm writing this down so we can repeat it. No longer aligned to, do you want to say, I, I want you to use your words that you would, I would say to call in my zone of genius, to live in my zone of genius, to design my business from mm-hmm. my zone of genius. What feels resonant to you? Uh, one of the latter two of either feeling design of okay. being in my zone of genius or living in my zone of genius. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So let's see. Let's see how this one lands and we'll say it. And this, and I'm sure many people will enjoy this because this is very common. I am willing to let go of what's no longer aligned to design. You could say my life and business from my zone of genius. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to let go of what's no longer aligned to design my life and business from my zone of genius. Say mm-hmm. it out loud. Let's see how it feels for you. I'm willing to let go of what's no longer aligned to design my life and business from my zone of genius. How does that feel? Yeah. Um, yeah. I think even more simplified though, too, is just to say design, 
design my life even. Perfect. Um, yes. Say exactly what feels aligned for you. So I'm willing to let go of what's no longer aligned to design my life. Even yeah. simpler, you could say, um, I am willing to design my life from my zone of genius. That would be another mm -hmm. one that could be really mm -hmm. easy. I'm willing to design my life from my zone of genius. And just keep mm -hmm. using that as your compass. Every time you go to do something that's giving you any sense of resistance and hesitation, just go, wait, wait, wait. I'm, my commitment to myself is that I'm willing to design my life from my zone of genius. Mm -hmm. I, you could you could add to it or change. I like to change. I call them after mantra starter statements. So you could go, I am ready to design my life from my zone of genius. Right. I prefer yeah. to design my life, like that kind of thing, right? Mm -hmm. And then you start to really play with like, you know, life is short. It, it really is. And so do exactly what you were brought to this earth to do because you have so many gifts clearly and you really care about people. That is very obvious. So, you know, play in your field of joy and you will attract people so easily because your brainstorm will just expand and you'll start to like, you know, the things you said, like work with, right now, what I would say is like work with people one-on-one, -on -one, teach them tapping, teach them like even deaf parents, you could teach mm -hmm. these tools. So it's not that you're losing that, that, you know, audience or that niche. It's just, it sounds like the package you're creating. The thing that I think is really important that stood out that you said was that you, um, you feel like you can't really be yourself when you're working with in a certain context, right? You're not mm -hmm. fully yourself. And so yeah. find the things that have you feel like you're full of yourself and that will help you take a step on the way and have the way appear. I love that Romy, Rumi said this and it's like such a powerful quote because we think we need to know A to Z and all we need to know is A to B. Do what you love, mm -hmm. follow that inspiration, keep cutting things off that aren't aligned and then the ways will appear very, very easily. Yeah. How does that all feel it, for you? It, it feels good. My mind is coming in and saying, but the should that is there is I'm supposed to have an ideal client. I'm supposed to have a niche. Who am yeah. I even going to be talking to if I'm going to create this thing? Yeah. Yeah. Do I have to specifically target somebody? Yeah. All, all <laughs> of those questions make sense. <laughs> and yeah. it's because you've heard it over and over again. Yes, it, your company will grow faster. Your business will go faster when you have a really specific avatar. But the truth is you can't get to that avatar until you let yourself play and discover exactly what it is. And the way to do that is start by taking the steps of cutting off the things you know cause you hesitation. And what will mm -hmm. happen is it'll attract someone, you'll work with them, and then you'll go, oh, I like this element, this element, and this element of it, but I want to tweak this. And then over the course of a period of time, you'll be defining yourself and getting clearer and clearer, and then you'll know. People mm -hmm. try to force this in their business because they're, I mean, even me, when I started, I, I thought I was going to be a relationship coach. Like, that's what I started for. And then I started going out in the world and talking to people. And then it turned into entrepreneurs. And then it, for a while, it was couples. I worked with a lot of entrepreneurial couples. And then it was this. And then it was, it just kept evolving and evolving. And now it's a lot clearer. And I'm in year five of my business. You know, so it's like, I think people try to rush this because they're told they should just, you know, oh, let's pick the person out of the hat and you should know exactly what to do. And it doesn't really work that way. You've got to have some experimentation and, and mm -hmm. follow the track of cutting off those things that you don't enjoy. Don't force a business because someone told you it's the moneymaker or, you know, the thing you're supposed to do. Play and have fun. That's the whole point mm -hmm. of building a business from your design and your reverse engineer blueprint. You get to decide what you want to do. Yeah. Does totally. that make sense? Okay. 
Yeah, it does. It yeah. Does. And I'll say this, like, of course, there's strategy and there's things that get easier and easier. I, it, the very first most important thing is doing what I'm saying right now, because then you can find the resources. When you're clear, the resources come to you very easily. When you're foggy mm-hmm. and uncertain, the resources are blocked because you're foggy and uncertain. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. you'll you'll know the next steps to take. I mean, it's funny to say these things, you know, as a like, I, you know, I talk about myself as a money mindset and manifestation business coach, really. And it's like, I can teach you all the strategies. But the first strategy I always teach is this, <laughs> you know, because once mm-hmm. you get that, it just gets so much more fun instead of waking up in the morning going like, like, it's almost like, what if this, but this, not sure about this. And then in the morning when you wake up now, you get to go, I know that I want to teach tapping, transformation, inner work. I love essential oils and I love those things. I'm going to look for people who are into that and looking for my help. And then you'll see what comes, right? Mm-hmm. And you'll, yeah. you'll you'll awaken this inner fire. Like tell us, mm-hmm. I, and I know you can do it off the top of your head. Tell us 10 benefits to you, to tapping and essential oils. Uh, nervous support system, um, being nervous system support, I guess is how I meant to say, um, supporting. Oh, uh, Christy, I just lost your voice. <laughs> Let's see. Wait. There oh, there okay. you go. Okay. So, so I heard you, uh, you dropped off after nervous system support. Yes. So nervous system support, sleep, um, nutrition, right. Helping with our gut support, which is our second brain, which then helps with our mental health and our brain focus and our memory. Um, and also just really giving us the, uh, I really like to look at essential oils as giving me the peace of mind for my health and wellness. So I don't have to, um, you know, if I have a cold or I'm not feeling well, I could just turn to my essential oils for that immune support. Um, If I get a cut or a scrape or a rash or a skin irritation or anything going on, I can turn to my oils for that. Um, Pain support, helping with any discomfort in the body and kind of keeping that out of the like stress response system and, and reducing that. So no more fight, flight, or freeze, just reminding the body that it's safe. Um, and maybe one more would be to uh, just support the body in a non-toxic way and also the home in a non-toxic way. So not bringing in all the chemicals and all the things that ha- go with our products that are on the shelf and being able to I do mean, boom. <laughs> yes. Do you, you see you how that just, and you're like, if I, I, I know most people are listening on the podcast, but if you watch on YouTube, Christy is glowing and lighting mm-hmm. up as you talk, right? Mm-hmm. Because you, that's connected to your, your joy right now and your inspiration play with that. You know, so you said, I mean, you need, those just came out very quickly and easily nervous system support, sleep, nutrition, gut health. You're, you mean, you even went into second brain, right? Like, which means you know a lot about that. Uh, uh, giving us peace of mind, immune system support, pain relief, reduced stress, non-toxic healthcare. I mean, let's just think for a second who your audience is who would need those things. I'm thinking 100% of humans. 
<laughs> right? right? I mean, everybody, right? Yeah. Yes, right? Even mm-hmm. animals, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Absolutely. you know, like you, the sky's the limit. It's mm-hmm. you deciding that you get to live in your zone of genius and cut off the I will, I'll just say BS that you're not aligned with. <laughs> and it's weird. I think part of the stuckness is that you're like, it's, but cutting off, it's not BS to like the, that those people are in need as well. And you have skills in that area and it's not your job to help the whole entire planet with every single thing. You get to live in your joy and share from your joy. And that's what will really help you scale more quickly. Yeah, Totally. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for that reminder. <laughs> you are so welcome. I can't wait to see what you create. I mean, I, I think that, yeah, I, we didn't even dig into essential oil health. I, I, I so agree with you. Like, I think they're just such a beautiful gift to the planet to ha- use essential oils and tapping as well. Like, wow, you have, I mean, people are stressed out. Mm-hmm. People are stressed and they need non-toxic health. They need ways to support themselves. And it doesn't matter if you practice Western medicine, Eastern medicine, holistic medicine, whatever it is, it's a beautiful way to support yourself. And, you know, it's like, I think about the stress we carry in our daily lives. And if you have tools to help people with that, you really, really have a gift. So mm-hmm. I remind Thanks. you of that. Yeah. I appreciate that. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Okay. Cool. I know we had a, a very, let's see, we didn't, I didn't give you as clear of action steps. So I want to make sure after this conversation, what action steps will you take based on what we talked about today? I know one big thing is I'm going to play more. <laughs> Yay. Okay. So I'm going to play more, uh, use that affirmation and okay. use it with my tapping. I'm going to be saying that to myself of, you know, even though I, feel maybe confused and not sure right now, I am willing to design my life from my zone of genius. So that'll be a big one for me. Yes. With that. Yeah. And drop what really is just fogging up my mind and and not working for me right now. Wonderful. Okay. That's great. And then I promise you the answers will come. The resources will come. The coaches, the, all the things resource wise that you need, whether it's coaches or an online course or you know, a new teacher, it just, it'll come. That's Mm -hmm. where you get to trust the manifestation process when you're aligned. So that's awesome. I love that you're going to play more. I love that so much. Mm -hmm. That's um, one of my words for the year is playfulness. So that's that's great. Yeah. (laughs) Wonderful. Okay. It's been such a joy to have you here. Thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. Lots of people are going to benefit because we all get stuck with these things, especially I'd say that sunk cost fallacy piece all the time, you know, because it's, it's scary to let go of something we've put a lot of energy and time and money into. And when you do it, you feel very liberated. So thank you for sharing that and share with everyone exactly where they can find you before we wrap up today. Sure. Yeah. So my website is christychadwick.com and the Instagram that is associated with inward motion is um, at inwardmotion.essentials. And I also have a podcast inward motion. Yes, that's right. Definitely listen to Christy's podcast. Check her out on Instagram. That's where we found each other. She's got really great posts. And go to her website, connect with her. One thing that's really amazing when you're listening to podcasts, this could go for Christy's podcast and the Women Entrepreneur podcast. Take a screenshot and share it and blast it out to the people you know. If you're getting tips out of it, then your community probably will too. And it's really helpful. This is how you can support 
people who are putting their information out in the world to teach you their gems of wisdom and share with you. So, you know, just take a screenshot and then post it on your social media and tag us at inwardmotion.essentials. And my hashtag for Instagram is at NFA money. So that's one way that you can give us some win-win exchange for being here. Thanks so much for coming on, Christy. And thank you everyone for being here for another episode. Of course, you know, if you want to come on, go to the womanentrepreneurpodcast.com and click on biz breakdown session. There will be a new button there by the time this episode is released. That's for a Zoom party for podcast listeners. I'm going to have, I'm going to start doing one show a month where I have 10 listeners on and we're going to have a cool panel conversation of some sort. You're going to promote your business and then we're just going to have a cool conversation and that's going to be one of the episodes every month. And so I think the first few I'm going to limit to 10 people just so that we can get in the flow and hang out together and have a deep connected time. So that will also be if you go to the womanentrepreneurpodcast.com page, you'll see a link there. It'll say something along the lines of join the party or something like that. You'll you'll see. Just click around and you'll find it. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much. And until next time, I'm sending you hugs and NFA money making high fives. Hey friends, just a quick reminder that I'm looking for women entrepreneurs who want to do a biz breakdown session with me on this show just like the one that you heard on today's episode. Think of this as a zone of manifestation audit to help you scale your business and make money more easily. During our recorded session, you'll get free money coaching from me with clear action steps that will help you scale your business more easily. And of course, as a guest on the show, you'll be able to promote your business and get some extra exposure. I'm doing this on a first come, first served basis. So head on over to www.bewomanentrepreneurpodcast.com and sign up for your biz breakdown session today.